and greetings, friends. Your future is about to be drastically changed. The whole world around you will soon be drastically altered by a mysterious force. A massive religious revival will soon overtake the Western world, and it will affect your life far more than you could probably now imagine. The Antichrist your Bible talks about will be heavily involved and will deceive you. Yes, it will. And most of your friends and loved ones, if you do not understand and heed God's warning. Stay tuned. The mysterious Antichrist is now alive somewhere on the earth, my friends. He will manifest himself in the next several years. You need to understand and you need to grasp the fact that a great spirit war will soon take place. There is a great God and his word talks about these things and they are really going to happen and they're going to affect you and your life and everything around you. Picture the millions of sincere Christians who go to church, the church of their choice, each week. They sing songs with gusto, they clap their hands, and they rejoice. But most of them do not remotely understand what is just ahead. They hear sermons on accept Jesus and sweet Jesus and so on, but they do not understand prophecy. They're not taught about it. They don't understand the Bible, most of them, because they don't read the Bible. You turn with me in your Bible, please to Revelation chapter 12. Check up on me. I don't ask you to believe me. I ask you to believe what you can see in the pages of your own Bible. Learn to do that. Please check up on everybody. See what this book actually says. Please, you need to do that for your good, not my good, your good. Check up from the inspired revelation from God. Notice in Revelation chapter 12, Revelation chapter 12, beginning in verse 1, God talks about a tremendous event that has happened. He says, A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of twelve stars. Nearly all commentators recognize this as ancient Israel bringing forth the Christ. Then being with child, she cried out of labor and in pain to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon. And the term dragon often refers to Satan. And here he is, having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his heads. And his tail drew a third of the stars of heaven. Now in Revelation 1, verse 20, stars are identified as angels. So he drew one-third of the angels away from God, and they became demons, as other scriptures indicate very clearly. And he threw them to the earth. So one-third of the number of angels there apparently were at least at that time thrown down here. And the dragon, the devil, stood before the woman, ancient Israel, who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. You know, the various things Herod tried to destroy all the little boy babies and everything else happened. A lot of things happened that could have killed Christ. God supernaturally protected him as he was born. And she, ancient Israel, bore a male child who was to rule all nations. 
No, Christ was born to be our Savior, your Savior, my friends, but he was also born to be the King. He's coming back again soon, the real Christ of your Bible, as King of kings and Lord of lords to rule this earth and to set up on this earth the kingdom of God. He was born to be a king and to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And then it says her child was caught up to God and to his throne. So he suddenly jumps ahead here in this prophecy, as you can see, 33 and a half years. Then he jumps ahead further. Then the woman fled into the wilderness, and that was a few hundred years later, where she has a place prepared by God, a beautiful area. We know from history it was often in the southern uh, Swiss Alps and in the northern areas of Italy, for God's people who obeyed God, called the church of God, kept his commandments, had to hide out for hundreds of years during the dark ages, as they were called and rightly called that, the dark ages, a place prepared by God that they should feed her there 1,260 days. A day for a year is often used in prophecies for about 1,260 years the true church had to hide out. Think about that. Picture that. Picture the beautiful mountains of Switzerland and the hidden valleys. Yes, they are beautiful, but they were able to hide some of God's people to a degree. And history shows us that many of God's true people fled to those valleys during the Dark Ages. Turn to verse 7 now, continuing on, Revelation 12 and verse 7. And Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, against the devil. And the dragon and his angels fought. So here you have a spirit war. Things really get exciting, and they will get exciting. A lot of you think this is just a bunch of fantasy. You know what's going to affect your life within the next five to 15 years. You watch. These things are going to begin to take place and shake this earth and everything around you. War broke out, and they did not prevail, Satan and his angels, but were cast back down to the earth. And the serpent of old, the devil, was cast out. And Satan, who deceives the whole world, notice that. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So Satan was cast back down to this earth, or not was, but will be, right at the end in a coming spirit war that's going to be far more powerful than you can imagine. Then I heard a loud voice, salvation, strength, the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. Yes, Christ's kingdom will soon come and be set up as a reality on this earth. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. Satan will be cast down from his last assault on God. And they overcame him, these true saints, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to death. Apparently, some die in torture, and they really would rather go to sleep. Therefore, rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. So woe to the inhabitants of the earth, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. Yes, Satan is allowed to bring about a terrible persecution on God's people, and certainly also on Israel, called the Great Tribulation by Jesus Christ, in Matthew 24, who are these people that are God's people? He describes them in verse 17. The dragon was enraged with the woman, and he went to make war with the rest of her seed who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. 
the true church is composed of those who keep God's commandments. Think about that. Not just believe in Jesus, just have sentiment, but really do what God says. Think about what you understand and what you do. Meanwhile, as the preparation, world events for the spirit war, Satan will soon begin to massively deceive people, my friends. Notice in Revelation 12, verse 9, where we were in verse 9, he says, the whole world is deceived by Satan. Please think about that. Think about what that actually means, the whole world. At this point, my friends, I want to offer you one of the most vital and interesting books we have ever published. This booklet is entitled, Who or What is the Antichrist? This booklet will open your eyes. It will show you who or what the Antichrist is, and it will spell out for you in detail, biblical proof of what the Antichrist is really all about. So call or write today. Just request your free copy of the booklet on the Antichrist. That's all you need. Call now. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now. Or send your request to Tomorrow's World. P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now back to our topic, my friends. Beware of the Antichrist. Turn again to Revelation 12, verse 9, where we were. Remember the wording of this powerful scripture? It says here in verse 9, The great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. That's what your Bible says. And frankly, your Bible talks about that quite a number of times. Back in 2 Corinthians 4 and a number of places, he shows that Satan is the God of this world, the God of this present age. And he is deceiving people all over the world. Not a few people, but the vast majority. Think about it. Now, my friends, turn to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And again, check up on me. See what your Bible says. This is a really interesting and a powerful section of the Bible. Paul is writing to the Thessalonians, obviously. He says, Now, brethren, concerning the coming, this is talking about the coming of Christ, and are gathered together to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled by spirit, word, or letter, as though from us. False letters were circulating in Paul's name, apparently. Don't be shaken by these various ideas as if the day of Christ was, had come. He said, Christ has not come already and is not going to come right away. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come unless there is a falling away, which comes first. And the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. A great false prophet has to come first. A great deceiver. Think about it. 
who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God. This man takes titles like God himself. He acts as though he were God. And so he's called by these titles or that is worshiped so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. He acts like that. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? Paul said, I warned you in person. I tried to help you understand. Think about what's ahead. And now you know what is restraining. That man hadn't come yet, that he may be revealed in his time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. I'm reading, my friends, from the New King James, which is more accurate, frankly, and the best version in the English language, I sincerely feel. And, of course, it calls it here the mystery of lawlessness. It's a mystery system, but it's based on lawlessness. You see, they didn't have many traffic laws back then. They didn't have any cars. He's talking primarily, obviously, about God's law, the spiritual law of God, the Ten Commandments. Various ways have been devised by man under the influence of Satan to try to do away with the need to obey God's laws. This system began to develop right back here. It was called the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. So someone was being restrained from rising up and causing that system to come to fruition back then. The lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume, this final one, and with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The final one in this system is going to be destroyed directly by Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It says, The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. This Antichrist, of course, is a very powerful person. The term Antichrist means much more than a person, but this coming false prophet and there is going to be one, is the exemplification of the Antichrist, the one that's guiding the system at the time of the end. This man is alive, my friends, somewhere on earth today. You might be seeing him before too long. By his actions, I believe that this man will be revealed within the next 7 to 15 years. He's not going to have horns. The devil doesn't come at you with horns and a pitchfork and say, I'm the devil, I'm here, I'm here to deceive you. No, he's far more clever than that. And so is this man. Picture the hysterical crowds that we've seen in various situations all over this world. When this man appears and performs false miracles and signs, which this book certainly indicates, people will be awed. They will begin to worship this misguided man. And there will be mass hysteria. They'll scream and yell. Remember when Benito Mussolini appeared on that balcony there in Rome and the people were screaming and yelling as though worshiping him and say, Viva! Viva il Duce! And the people in Nazi Germany screaming and saying, Heil Hitler! Before Adolf Hitler. Yes, these types of things will happen again to a great false prophet. Notice now verse 9 again of 2 Thessalonians 2. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan. There is a powerful spirit being, and he is behind this man, and he's going to give him limited power. Satan is called the God of this world, the prince of the power of the air, and God allows Satan to have certain power within this earth and its atmosphere. And so he gives this man the power to come with all power and signs and lying wonders, 
and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. This book, the inspired Bible, is a revelation of the mind of God. It describes God's plan, God's purpose, God's law, the kind of character God wants us to develop and to develop in us through His Spirit. It describes the great plan that He's working out here below and the prophecies affecting the major nations, affecting your life over the next several years. And the system of the Antichrist is called the mystery of lawlessness. And that system is going to produce a lot of false miracles and people are going to worship a man a man, not God. We all need to pray fervently and really understand what the Bible says so we will not be deceived over the next 5 to 15 years or so. In a moment, I'm going to give you another vital key to help you identify this coming Antichrist. But first, my friends, be sure you call or write today. Please call or write as soon for a free copy of this eye-opening booklet who or what is the Antichrist? This truly is an exciting booklet. Who or what is the Antichrist gives you the thorough biblical proof. So call now and request your free copy of this booklet, Who or What is the Antichrist? Just ask for the booklet on the Antichrist. That's all you need. Call now. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, let's notice some of the direct scriptures about Antichrist in your own Bible. Turn with me in your Bible to 1 John, this little book near the end of the Bible, just before Jude and Revelation. 1 John chapter 2, beginning in verse 18 of your Bible. Little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard, the Antichrist is coming. Even now, many Antichrists have come, by which we know it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they'd been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. These men left the truth back at that time. And frankly, as you read history, they took over much of what was called Christianity after a while. And that's a terrible thing to understand, but that is what happened. Notice now chapter 4, 1 John chapter 4. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, because many false prophets, and the word prophet often means preacher in the New Testament, many false prophets have gone out into the world, not a few oddballs, but frankly, they're everywhere. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. That's a very important key. 
do these men who call themselves Christ's ministers confess that Jesus Christ was fully in the flesh? Hebrews 4 and verse 15, write it down. Hebrews 4, 15 tells us that Jesus Christ was tempted in all points like as we are. He was fully human. He showed that it was and is possible in the human flesh to keep God's commandments. He tells us back in John 15, 10, I have kept my Father's commandments. Most people who claim to represent him don't teach that. Let's understand that. Every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. This is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. This is that spirit. And you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he who is in you. Christ will come and live his life in us through the Holy Spirit than he who is in the world. So God has allowed Satan to deceive most people. They don't understand this. They're not aware of it because they don't really study this book. That's the key. You've got to learn to study this book. The next reference to Antichrist, the next reference and the only other major one is over in 2 John. Turn just forward to the little book, one chapter, 2 John, beginning here in verse 6. This is love, John writes, that we walk according to his commandments. Whose commandments? God's commandments, as he's talking about here clearly in context. They walk according to God's commandments, the true servants of God. This is the commandment that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. What do you mean from the beginning? From the very beginning, my friends, most of you have heard us explain this on the program and read this in Tomorrow's World magazine. Jesus taught them to obey God's commandments. He told the young man who came to him in Matthew 19, verse 17, write it down, look it up. Matthew 19, 17, if you would enter into life, keep the commandments. And over and over, Jesus explained and magnified the Ten Commandments. Was that all done away? Was that all nailed to the cross? Some takes it was. No, it was not. Here's John, long after everything was supposed to be nailed to the cross, after some people claim Paul did away with the commandments, which is ridiculous. He did not do that at all. He kept them. But Paul, John is telling us that we're to keep God's commandments. This is the commandment that as you have heard from the beginning, go back to the Sermon on the Mount. Go back and read Matthew chapter 5, for instance, which tells you you're to keep even the least of the commandments very clearly in your Bible. Read those things. As you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, not a few, many, and who do not confess Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. They don't acknowledge that. They don't understand that. This is a deceiver and an antichrist, John writes. Look to yourselves that we do not lose those things we work for, but that we may receive a full reward Yes, we have worked. We have tried to grow. We've tried to overcome. God does not condemn that. That's what we ought to do to overcome ourselves and the world and Satan and keep God's law and let God build within us through the Holy Spirit His very character, which is based on His law. We have a whole world out there. Some of them just go into ritualism and, and, you know, chants and so on. They don't understand. They're worshiping idols, many. Others are into just clapping and singing and saying, praise the Lord. They don't keep God's commandments either. Most of them teach you don't have to. 
The key is being sure that you really do what God says. He says here, whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ. Oh, it involves far more than just saying, I believe and just accepting Christ in your heart. Which Christ? Which Christ are you accepting? You've got to learn to accept the Christ of the Bible, not only as Savior, but as Lord and Master whom you obey. And so, whoever does not accept the doctrine of Christ does not have God. And who abides in the doctrine, abides in that, lives that, the teaching of Christ. Doctrine means teaching, has both the Father and the Son. So God and Christ will live in you if you surrender to let them live their obedient life in you through the Holy Spirit. One of the key verses in all the Bible, and frankly, as some of you know, it's my favorite one as far as just explaining what real Christianity is, Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, where the apostle Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live, I live with the faith of, not just faith in, but the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Do you have Christ living his same obedient life in you? You and I have got to surrender to God, to truly give our lives to God, to really mean it, and truly follow Christ's teaching, not just say, well, we believe in him. Yes, the devil believes in him. He knows Christ came, but he will not do what Christ says. So there's a big difference between empty faith and dead faith and true faith. Jesus himself said in Luke 6, verse 46, Why call you me, Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Antichrist comes, and he involves all those who reject the true Christ of the Bible and his teaching of obedience to the laws and ways of God. He gets them going that direction. Understand. Ask God for understanding, my friends. You need it. We're living into very exciting times. We do need to understand. We do need to study this book more than most of us have ever, ever done. Again, be sure to call now and request your free copy, absolutely free, of this truly vital booklet. Who or what is the Antichrist? It will be sent absolutely free upon your request. This booklet will open your eyes. Who or what is the Antichrist will spell out for you in detail the biblical proof of what the Antichrist is really all about. It's exciting. It's way beyond what most of you have understood. So call or write today. Just request your free booklet on the Antichrist. And my friends, tune in every week to Tomorrow's World program. On this program, you'll gain precious information and insights available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. See you right here next week. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now. Or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. 
preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.